This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Greetings, I am Barry. If you're searching for answers, spiritual help, clairvoyant readings, healings, crystals, books, incense or jewellery, you need to go to Infinity, Hamilton Spiritual Centre, in the new premises at 550 Anglesey Street, or you can phone us on 838 1838. This is your link between this life and the next. Become the change the world needs today. Greetings, I am Barry. This is the voice within for another week. Now, regular listeners know we quite, a lot of the time we use American stuff that comes from overseas. Um, Patricia Coda Robles and the like. This is a story from New Zealand, basically. Um, many years ago, Susanna Harris came into our shop in Infinity and um, slowly we, we helped her along and then she became an amazing channel. So she channels all sorts of stuff and she was here for 18 months doing stuff here in Hamilton and then she moved to England because they were, she was told that there was a bigger audience worldwide from England. So she now transmits into England, receives messages. This is, um, this is one that came through just a, a couple of weeks ago and it's called How Earth Could Still Have a Hope to Survive. Welcome to the universal love teachings of Sovereign Father Emmanuel and Kairon, transmitted by Susanna Maria Emmanuel, designated Sovereign Universal Love Channel. Namaste. Please watch these teachings and learn why these times are enormously important during the great cosmic alignment. You will find it fascinating to watch Kairon speak about the universal alignment, and more about how the grids work. To discover this information, and how the universe works with magnetic grids and sound waves to allow life to exist, is beyond beautiful. Who would have ever thought that Kairon would transmit the secrets through to mankind in this way? Kairon is the great truth revealer, for it is the time for all secrets to unfold before us to allow us to come to the path of ultimate universal truth. In the original sovereign universes, only universal love existed. A very long time ago, a sacred agreement was made to keep the universes safe, so that only love and joy would prevail in the great eternal blue star sovereign universes. Before the universal consciousness of love collapse occurred, there was no density, nor fear, nor pain. Only love expansion and true freedom existed, until the original cosmic universal laws of love were challenged. 
by the greatest war criminal minds in the universe who worked against universal love consciousness. They did not want a loving and peaceful society at all, but they wanted war instead. The main war consciousness leader, especially, claimed that his way was the way of true freedom and empowerment. That was his knowledge and truth. But that knowledge of truth was far from ultimate love consciousness truth. It was his own version of truth, which aligned with his choice of taking down the freedom universes. This is the reason why now, in this time of awakening, it is important to investigate what ultimate truth is, because various versions of truth exist. War consciousness of criminals proved their own version of truth to be correct. But so did ultimate universal love truth in the original universes of creation. The path of ultimate truth was based on true freedom and universal love consciousness without sickness or war or death or pain frequencies. The truth of the darkness proved to bring codes of destruction, fear, war, genocide, destruction, nuclear missiles, as well as a dependency on war economics, which brings further fear and anger. Both sides have proven to hold truth. Now, during the time of the Great Alignment, it is the choice of each individual person on earth to choose. Will they choose for the path of destruction and death, or for hope for a better earth to come? For those who choose to become reactivated with the cosmic universal laws of love within their hearts, they will gain their own original truth back. They will gain the codes of wisdom, love, freedom, eternal love and the codes of rejuvenation. This is why this time is so important. It is now the first time when both truths can be discovered in our own material world. We can discover what our original purpose was and why all things collapsed. We can also begin to understand how creation came into existence and the reason as to why we needed the original code of life for all creation to form. The original frequencies in the sovereign love universes. The original earth was placed in a much higher frequency. In the higher DNA frequencies, only universal love exists. As the higher physics laws work with higher magnetic waves of light. The original DNA coding connected into universal love force, which is the vibration of the divine love element pathway. This pathway was connected into the blue star, original woman who was given the gift of bringing through the coding of life of Kairon. It was through the Sovereign Universal Love Channel all came into living creation. The original codes of life 
worked with significant sound waves which linked into vibrations of magnetic light sequences. Grids connected into those sound frequencies, and then they became living, luminescent frequencies. When the sovereign channel connected into her original blue star creation channel, those frequencies learned to recognize the higher frequencies of love, and connected into the woman who was the original teacher Emmanuel. Because she was the sovereign teacher with the codes of love in her heart, they connected into her love and began to engage communication with her. They could only see her love, and so they themselves became love also. In those universes, their DNA coding of life were individual sequences of memories, which became living forms. When they engaged with each other with sequential rays, they learned that they needed to cooperate to create greater memories. Those dedicated memories were foundations for greater memories to be built upon. They began to learn that each individual memory was important, but it was not until they learned from each other that those individual memories became the memories of each other. Kairon also discusses these points in this particular teaching. As to how significant the original DNA sequences were, and the importance of their formation. All in the original universes were about balancing each sequence. When all was superbly balanced, another layer was able to be added to build a stronger foundation of light sequences. All codes of life interacted with each other. Nothing worked apart from each other, but all interconnected with each other collectively. All learned from each other, as the coda of life was part of their grids of alignment, and the original blue star frequencies of universal love and creation. Each DNA code became unified with a blue star violet flame, which served as a conductor of energy. This is how the cells began to operate, with fusion from the stars through the blue star violet flame. The blue star violet flame is a cosmic energy of universal love force. Each individual was able to build upon their own intelligence, and by connecting into each other, they were able to mirror back to each other what they had learned. Why we need to reconnect to our former established DNA coding. Our original DNA formed not in these dense frequencies, but in the higher universal love magnetic waves. Creation did not originate here in these dense cold conditions, but they originated in star frequencies. This is why people need their original DNA. Cosmic codes of life back, because those were our original cosmic light frequencies. The original DNA universal love sequences were stolen from the people in a large war, which stopped the people from healing.
Consequently, this is how the people learned conflict. They learned the dark truth of death and suffering. This he, the dark aligner, claimed was good for the people's knowledge, so learning could occur. Where our own earth originated from. Our own earth was not purposed to sit in this part of our solar system. This frequency is much too cold for our earth. How can life rejuvenate in this part of the Milky Way without the correct star sequences? Our original earth was positioned in a whole other part of the universe. The earth herself was much larger and was connected directly into the blue sun star. The blue star creation sun was from an enormously high cosmic wave frequency and brought fusion power into the original Earth. Our original Earth required cosmic rejuvenation power to connect into stronger life. Our original Earth formed a star sequence within itself and a smaller central sun was placed within the layers of our original Earth. This is how the original gases and elements were formed on our planet. It was not until the darkness took the original frequencies of power from the earth that the earth formed rock and ash. Instead of the earth forming light, it now formed rock-solid connections. Now in the dense spaces all experience cycles of dying. The original earth of warmth and strength now became cold and weakened. No more could the magnetic grid stay in its original orbit, as much of our original earth was shattered in war frequencies. The earth was in a whole other cycle originally, and when it collapsed, its fusion was disconnected, which was as if a large electrical shortage occurred within the earth. When our original planet collapsed, no more could the vibration of greater strength and higher cosmic frequencies reconnect, unless the original woman could reconnect the original blue star sun to our earth. Our original earth was much larger due to a large magnetic field surrounding our planet. Once the magnetic fields collapsed, density occurred, resulting in the earth reducing in size. No more could the fields connect into the original cosmos star rejuvenation fields. This meant that earth no longer could be rejuvenated. This meant that all life would go through death phases instead of rejuvenation phases. If the original blue star divine love element did manage to reconnect our own earth back up to the original blue star, then the question would still remain. How quickly the people would respond to the messages? As long as the original Merkaba was still connected to the DNA of the planet and the people, the suffering would continue. If the life coder was able to assist the people to reconnect to their codes of life, 
with universal love activations. Their own electromagnetic frequencies would change from Merkaba, reduction power, to universal love, expansion power due to being plugged into cosmic force. People constantly connect into the magnetic fields of the earth. The magnetic frequencies are isolated from the greater cosmos universes because of the great collapse, which happened a very long time ago. Originally, the fields of the earth held high cosmic, universal love electromagnetic fields, which meant that all of life upon the earth also held the same universal love electromagnetic fields. Their bodies of light worked with cosmos force. This means that the original cosmos was not separated like it is today, but it expanded together. Why friction and war came to consciousness? When the darkness took over the Earth's original universal love magnetic fields, the Earth became separated from the cosmos resulting in large friction forming in the universe. A long time ago, there were some star cosmos beings who understood well that by influencing the electromagnetic fields of the planet, the people's consciousness was affected. They knew that by reducing the fields of magnetic power, the people suffered, for the people were plugged into those same power magnetic fields with their DNA. Those dark star beings understood well that thermodynamics technology was able to influence the consciousness of the people. If they wanted death and destruction to occur, they brought in a low field of sound, and with those sounds they could bring in subliminal messages which were codes. Those codes, linked into the DNA consciousness of the people collectively, and then the people simply followed those instructions. This is how many millions fell into death, density and despair. They also understood how certain sicknesses were able to come in the same way. By enough believing in it, it began to happen. As each person mirrored the other, they followed the same pattern. The only way to counteract that issue is if the frequencies of the earth could rise up higher and come out of that zone. Had the people stayed in the higher universal love fields, the people might have been able to avoid the collapse. Their own brain frequencies might then well have been saved from disconnection and then they might have been able to reverse the process of dissension. What those dark star beings did not realize is that by bringing in those thoughts of reduction and by working with the advanced destruction technology, they could not continue to live either. They too became small and landed with mankind on this earth also. They did not escape death and density Thus, when they brought death and density to the people and the earth, they also brought it to themselves. Now similar things are occurring on earth. 
When will the people begin to realize that all repeat similar patterns of consciousness? It is when the people desire the vibration of the earth to rise with their own consciousness that the final shift of transformation can happen. Otherwise, similar patterns will follow. If similar patterns do occur, then the darkness will swallow up all unactivated human beings, for the cosmos will not allow destructive minds to operate in the higher universes. The reason why peace can still happen with the original coder of life. Today, if enough people would become activated with the universal love frequencies, not only would the people strengthen, but also the earth would begin to strengthen as both DNA fields of people and earth consciously work together. When the people heal, then the earth will heal, as will the stars, the moon and our own sun, as will all planets within our own Milky Way eventually. That is because all DNA was formed in cosmos light originally, and all fields originally were connected in cosmos universal force of love energy. This means that their universal love activations bring all original DNA coding sequences back online. Then the environment could also begin to heal, as the blue star sovereign universal love channel has reconnected back to Chiron's magnetic potential creation power. The new universal energies are already coming into the Earth, but the Earth can only begin its true rejuvenation program if a great number of people are willing to support it. By gaining back their original universal love electromagnetic frequency fields with the right cosmic DNA codes of life, the people can connect into the earth with their hearts of love and the earth then responds. The only way that the correct cosmos sequences can reconnect is through the original life coder, the teacher path of Emmanuel, who was always the original woman of creation. There is no other way to heal the planet, nor humanity. Once enough people become activated with their own universal love coding of life, then is when the earth will transform because the cosmos recognizes mankind has changed in frequencies. The stars, the earth, the planets, the moon and our own cosmos sun will then want to shepherd the people and creation back to its original creation of beauty, love and peace. This is because the now since June 2020 Sovereign Universal Love Channel, Susanna Maria Emanuel, has reclaimed Orca Iron's original codes of alignment back. No more can the dark frequencies enter the Sovereign Universes. No more will the dark codes be able to function when the Earth moves up in vibration, then the coldness will disappear for good. All magnetic forces will shift and a whole new phase of creation and evolution will begin. Humanity will also change and adapt for the greater good. The mountains will dance with all of creation. The deserts will be filled with food, and the people will all be able to live in their own houses. 
No more will the darkness be able to bring suffering to any of the people or creation. A further look at how all original DNA work together to create their environment. The original blue star creation planet, which is where our own Earth comes from, was a living library of information. It stored all unique individual memories, and so each person was linked into their own DNA via the planet's DNA system. The original DNA of the people and the Earth was linked into the star cosmic system. Therefore, constantly, the cosmos stars rejuvenated all of life, including the people. This is how the original DNA gained strength. With stronger DNA and stronger gifts, potential occurred. Star knowledge and intelligence originally were enormously high due to the strong DNA vibrations, which were based on sound and light frequencies. Together, the DNA built the stronger essence of fusion. This is how the original people lived and danced in high universal love magnetic frequencies. In high vibrational energy, the DNA exists in universal forces of love and magnetics. In those universal forces of love, no aggression can exist. No war consciousness can exist unless the DNA frequencies respond to dense war and conflict sounds. If the DNA exists in war and conflict magnetic fields, the consciousness of the people is low. Unactivated mankind today live in Merkaba electromagnetic fields of consciousness. This means that constantly their power is reduced. Unactivated humans hear the subliminal messages from the dark leaders who founded the earth based on greed and the selfish desire of power to exist. That is how they built their kingdoms. That is why politics and governments cannot solve the issues of today. Even when certain world leaders desire to do their best for the people, they are unable to solve it due to the gridding in of consciousness. But by connecting into higher cosmos intelligence force through Kairon Sovereign Universal Love Channel, a higher pathway can form as Kairon's magnetic force is much stronger than all other force of mankind. But will the right people connect into this quantum cosmos knowledge? Will they see that the sovereign channel is the only way to disconnect unfavorable forces from the earth? This is why the coder of life was sent on a divine mission to guide the people back to ultimate cosmic truth so that the divine activations can begin to happen. It is for the activations, the recoding to original love foundations can begin. It is the people who become activated with universal love consciousness who are released from their Merkaba force reduction system and then come into their original universal love expansion system to allow Earth to heal. Only, however, if enough become activated back to the original purpose of universal love consciousness coding of life.
suffering consciousness came into the people once the darkness came into the original sovereign universes and when the dark self-aligned channel sat on the messianic throne. That is when all original coding of life frequencies dropped in power. When the power was initially high, no fear or death consciousness could come into the people. But once the frequencies dropped in power, anarchy occurred, resulting in death and denseness frequencies. This was, according to the darkness, the people aligning to new truth. When the original coding of life left the people, new codes came. The original people connected into the book of life with constant rejuvenation, love and self-empowerment. With the darkness coming into the book of life, the frequencies fell and now the book of life became the book of the dead. No more could the people reconnect to eternal life, cosmos frequencies, because the book of life had been recoded. Explanation as to why changing the DNA coding is the answer to the key issues in the world today. The high DNA frequencies can only stay in a high vibration when all are activated in the DNA universal cosmic love frequencies. In the universal love hearts work as one as their coding of life is strong. When many work as one, it alters the coding of the whole earth. The animals also will become less aggressive, as will the people. All life on earth follows sets of instructions held within coding within the grids. People follow subliminal messages.
lower consciousness of violence and aggression is severe on this planet, and so many people follow these same guidelines because they do not know much else but to follow what is in the mirror of consciousness. The brain frequencies are connected into the electromagnetic fields of a person which affects the DNA of an individual. The individual DNA connects into all other DNA as it interconnects with all other individuals in the nearby proximity but also far away, and therefore it becomes part of the collective. Each person sends out radio frequencies with their brain waves which others can hear. This could also be called telepathy. People with their electromagnetic bodies catch the tune and the brain frequencies decoded into patterns. The brain connects into these patterns and depending on the consciousness of the individual it is signaled to will depend on what behavior and mannerism that individual will choose to take. Therefore, it is each individual's responsibility as to what occurs on earth today. Today, for the first time, we have a choice. The cosmic alignment is happening and the sovereign universal love channel has awoken to her a greater assignment. She is constantly bringing in higher universal self. This means that Susan's force. This could significantly alter the balance of the earth, provided enough people desire to work along with the sovereign channel of Susanna Maria Emmanuel, as her direction and brain frequencies are from cosmic intelligence, Ka'ayaram. The activated who have received their cosmic codes of life with their DNA library of information time, as the star intelligence of the universal light grid program, the divine love element, who is the same as the sovereign universal love channel, has risen in intelligence. She is able to direct the people to the ways of love, and those who are connected into her universal love guidance grid are connected into a grid away from where all unactivated people sit. Therefore, it is, as Jesus said, who also was the same messenger like Susanna is today, that the people of the Universal Love Channel are no longer part of the world. Here the world refers to human society as a whole. The activated are in a whole new grid of life, well away from the rest of human conflict. Provided enough people are activated in the great love, then the whole consciousness could well change on planet Earth. As a consciousness in the higher grids of the activated are much stronger than the consciousness of human conflict. Therefore, human conflict could disappear altogether. Only if the right people decided that this was the right path to take. They would then approach Susanna Maria Emmanuel and then they could work towards bringing the activations on a global scale. The cosmos works through the connector, who is the channel. Through the channel comes the frequencies of universal love, which then connect into the earth as well. 
When the people connect together with the vibration of star cosmos life, the earth also works together in synchronicity with the people. This is because the people's DNA can then work with the earth. Unactivated people do not have the codes of life and so do not hold the correct life frequencies for the earth to connect into. Therefore, the unactivated cannot bring the right healing vibrations to the earth like the activated can. As the activated people have the right sequences of the coding of life given by Kairon, who created the original codes of life in the original universes. Because the universal love force is a field with enormously high signals, the activations will effectively teach all of humanity to live a whole new pathway. Each time Susanna Maria Emmanuel brings the universal alignments to the people, the magnetic grids of the earth opens and a new wave appears in the earth which brings the earth into a whole new sequence of vibrations. This vibration then pulses through the earth into the electromagnetic fields of mankind and then sends information through to the brain signals of each individual person, asking them, what is it that you desire? This is how consciousness works. This is why the change can happen. If enough people would come to the universal love alignments, then consciousness would change, but also the earth. As the original DNA coding of life within the activated will also be transferred to her. This morning, the 27th of March, 2021, the sovereign channel broke through the Merkaba coding of the earth and so the higher vibrations will come into the light body of Susanna Maria Emmanuel. The activated will soon also begin to feel higher vibrations coming in. In essence, the earth was originally programmed to reflect all consciousness, and if the people begin to reconnect back to the divine ascension programs, they will receive back their Lemurian codes of life. As in Lemuria, all original codes of life were recreated by La Yerusia, who is the same being as Susanna Maria. And then they can reconnect back in and begin their original star healing processes again. Only then can the earth also restore its own balance, for the earth was purposed always to only experience love. Originally, all of creation was held in high universal love frequencies. The DNA of the star cosmic creation was not dense at all originally, but it was made of various light sequences. The earth also was connected into the blue star violet flame that the sovereign channel woman flowed through her sovereign body of light in magnetic fields of grids. The purpose of these magnetic grids of the original high frequencies within the original earth was for all to evolve in as much light as possible so that the original DNA could evolve further. The original earth held all the sequences of the people. The planet also had grids of light which was brought through by the woman when she herself came to the planet in a form 
than was delightful for all other light sequences. The original woman also played with all of creation, and she created herself in a form of light, and all the other light sequences enjoyed watching, and it was delightful to watch her move, dance and play with songs of creation. When she was happy, the whole planet moved with her greater vibration, and all were delighted. They followed her movements and wanted to look just like the woman. The earth grew stronger when the blue star woman felt happy. And so all of life evolved with happiness and joy and love. This brought cosmic empowering flows to all of creation because the blue sun aligner, the woman, was delighted. When she sang, the trees moved into stronger DNA sequences as her song of light encouraged the trees to investigate further. The luminescent star people adapted to those frequencies wanting to look like the woman and brought themselves into that form. The trees also were part of the people and the people wanted to see what the trees were like. And so the trees were coded with stronger DNA codes because the people wanted the trees to appear stronger. Thus the trees brought strength to the people's DNA. The people became part of the trees and all of life. Each life form enhanced the people. The people took on all life creation within themselves because of the living memories of creation. This is how all lived in diversity. They only needed to remember what the flows were like, and then the flows enhanced themselves. Each memory built into stronger DNA coding of life. The DNA sequences were blessed by the one who was the blue star woman. If she saw what was good in all of creation, and if her heart was happy with what the original star people learnt and practised, her heart would sing higher strings of DNA coding to the people. The people then became more conscious of life and became more intelligent. In this way, all enhanced each other and became stronger as a result. The star people, because they all held coding of life within them, we're able to create more complex memories to become further living forms of creation. This is how the original star people learn techniques of balance and frequency fields of evolution. Creation Concept Once people begin to realize how all was created originally, and higher cosmic foundations of universal love forces, and we're not first formed and these dense fields of coldness and density, then the people come to the path of original, universal, ultimate truth and what its original purpose was. Once the people are conscious of how collectively the DNA is connected together, they will want their universal codes of life back. Once they gain the universal codes of life back, they are disconnected from the sequences of human conflict and come into a whole new pathway of life. This is why the activated of Kairon through Susanna Maria Emmanuel are connected into a whole new love vibration 
well away from all other unactivated people on earth. This is why the activated of Chiron through Susanna Maria Emmanuel's Sovereign Universal Love Channel are connected into a whole new DNA vibration which is well away from where all other unactivated people sit. Once the people become aware of how connected their own DNA is with the Earth's DNA and with all other people, they will begin to realize why suffering is so severe at this time and why it's not an individual path of suffering but why it's a collective path of suffering. They will then also come to see that Earth is simply mirroring humans' consciousness. They will begin to see that humans' consciousness is why the Earth is collapsing. The Earth is simply following the patterns of humankind. When the Earth sees pain and heavy deforestation, the climate collapses. When the climate collapses, the people come into further suffering which equates to further friction within the people's consciousness. The consciousness of the people, when it becomes filled with more conflict, brings further fear, which then connects into greater disease and war potential. The seas dying are connected to the pollution of mankind, and the fish are suffering greatly because they swim in the pollutants of mankind. The sea is currently filled with radioactive nuclear waste and other chemical wastes. And many scientists wonder how to warn the people of how bad the poisoning of the sea is. The butterflies are interconnected with colour, which connects into our own DNA. Our DNA hears the frequencies of the butterflies, and so we see flight and motion in colour. But what happens when the butterflies go? No longer will the birds sing either, because their DNA is linked into the butterflies as well. No longer will the birds sing their own harmony, which will reduce further joy from the people. How will people recognize color eventually, without the sequence of the DNA of the butterfly, the trees, the flowers, and all elements of life? Their sequences connect into ours via sound frequencies. Our DNA connects into our brain frequencies with the sound of the butterflies and all of life creation. Thus, we connect with a butterfly and all who is connected into the DNA sequences of the butterflies. People have no idea at this time how precious all of creation is. When creatures go from our earth, so do many other sequences of life. All is interconnected, but will the people wake up on time? The question is, are there enough people who are ready to sound out higher light frequencies with a sovereign universal light grid programmer? Are there enough people who are wanting to come out of the old conflict zone and come into the higher cosmic zone with a whole new set of DNA frequencies to align with the Earth's consciousness so that Earth can restore herself? Will the people be on time to stop the next phase of extinction from happening? Will there be those who will want to look at the evidence of the Universal Love Alignments and see that the Sovereign Universal Love Channel is connected directly into the cosmos? Will they want to see her own Universal Love Electromagnetic Body and see how she flows with life and nature?
and how many rainbows of light she holds within a light body. Will they connect into the coding of the sovereign universal love body and protected from the elements in space as Susanna knows herself that there are those who know about a field of magnetic power? She is well aware that if they manage to disconnect her own sovereign channel magnetic power then there is no more hope for the earth. Susanna is well aware that if they do manage to disconnect her own sovereign channel magnetic power then the earth fields will drop in power sequences and the earth will give up. Then the people will have no more earth to live on for the earth will simply give up. The earth exists today because she knows that the sovereign channel has appeared with the original blue star sequences. She hopes that enough people desire life to continue on this planet and she hopes that the people will not want to destroy her any longer but will want to come into the new sequences of the cosmos DNA so that they can continue to live. But if there is no more channel then why would the earth want to continue? For then she only feels the coldness and the sadness of mankind. No more will she be laughing in hope and no more will she be able to say to all of her own creation, just wait, the blue star will come and there is always hope when the woman is still here on planet earth because one day the people might wake up but if the channel is gone then the earth will give up. The universal love activations be the largest humanitarian mission to happen to the earth and it will take an enormous amount of work but it could well be the last opportunity we have for earth cannot continue to the path it is heading towards at this moment. Namaste. My name is Susanna Maria Emanuel. I am so grateful for the connection of my own blue star frequencies and each day my vibration rises and each day I know more information and I hope too many more people will want the universal love activation. Thank mm -hmm. you.
Jeffrey Clarkson and Trusting the Way. Now, because it's May already, this is the uh, the monthly update for May 21. This the energy update, the emerging road ahead, how visionaries will be activated, and more. Hello, I'm Lee, I'm an intuitive, and every month I take the pulse on what might be showing up energetically for us as a collective. For the month of May, several different themes, but a few of them that I will be focusing on are the emerging road ahead, how visionaries will be activated by their next 12 to 18 months, especially starting this month. The taste of division energy, how is that going for you? How are you experiencing it in the world? And why it is actually part of our next evolution? And last but not least, collective exhaustion and collective renewal. Why self-care is a superpower. So stay tuned for the whole update for these themes and more. Hi, welcome to the energy update for May of 2021. And it's an interesting turning point this month. For those of you who saw my April energy update, you will have heard me say that it was a lighter and brighter energy coming in, but that's also why we had a lot of ancestral healing. It usually takes a certain amount of light or support to come into our life before we can really start healing after shock, after trauma, after triggers. And certainly you could go back a few years here that that's been playing out on planet Earth, but especially this past 12 months or so, a lot has come to the surface for people. And in April, there was a chance for it to start moving. So for you, that ancestral healing could have looked like very visionary experiences where you were tapping into the collective ancestry of the earth or your own timelines, your own physical ancestry. But for many others, it really looked like a focus on family and direct family that you have in your life right now, whether they are blood or otherwise a lot of healing around our human relationships. So for some of you, that's going to continue into May, but May is somewhat different. We are beginning a different track of energy now. So if you look at the last 12 months, say March 2020 to now 2021, you can see a kind of arc of the shock wave that we all went through and the sudden turn of events. As we're coming into May, we have a different track of energy that begins, which means, a bit like in April, the collective exhaustion or the collective need for renewal will be surfacing. And usually we have to recognize that we're exhausted to be able to take action as to, okay, I need to do a few different things. I need to support myself. What is it I need? But you'll find that everybody is feeling the weight of what we've been through. And so, as I've said in recent months, it can show up as more fractious comments uh, from people that you normally would find perhaps a bit more easygoing or a bit more loving. You may have really got head on with some people about arguing about beliefs or differences. And I'll talk about division energy a bit more in a moment. But that energy that's surfacing, you'll find you're either wanting to play with it because it's serving you to get into a fight with someone on some level, or you're just exhausted by it and you can't be around it. So if you're one of the people who are feeling particularly exhausted by everything that we've been through, do everything you can uh, this month of May and of course beyond, but especially if that's where you find yourself, to minimize your stressors. 
the amount of stresses that we have all been dealing with as a world are high and new. So no matter what your circumstances, the stress of the collective fear, panic, trauma will have been finding you, whether it's coming through your own body or whether it's finding you through other people. So it can't be avoided. So one of the big themes for this month is recognizing we're now on a different track. So this past 12 months that we've been through, there was a lot of freeze or a lot of fight or flight for people. We're now at the point where that energy can start to move, change and turn collectively in a bigger way. There will have been some of you who will have been able to recognize many blessings, many gifts over this last 12 months. For some of you, it might have been incredibly transformative. But generally in the collective, that isn't where the feeling has been. So if you are sensitive to feelings, you will have been noticing this kind of fractious energy at the surface. And if it's overwhelming to you, step back, step out, self-care. This brings me to self-care, the superpower. And this fits with this message of you might be feeling in the collective exhaustion, or you might be at the point when you've identified, acknowledged the exhaustion and you're ready to renew. You're like, okay, I need to renew myself. I need to renew some areas of my life. I need to renew some areas of my body, however it looks for you. Self-care, the superpower. If you have been around me and my work for the last several years, you will have heard me increasingly talk about the importance of self-care, that it's not a luxury. It's not necessarily going off to a spa for the weekend, as lovely as that might be, if you have the means to do that and the ability. And I don't know who's been doing that the last 12 months. But it's actually more about small compounding acts of self-care that we do throughout our day. And one of the things that I've been hearing and seeing and feeling from people is some shock that the old strategies aren't working. And I have talked about this before. You know, we're in very new times, very new energetic territory. And of course, the world looks very different to how it did even two or three years ago. So you will need new strategies. You will need different ways to look after yourself. There might be some shocking converging of the paths with certain people that up until now you've been very close to, very aligned with. Maybe they will stay in your life and the two of you will find a way to be different about certain areas. There will be enough love, compassion and respect in the relationship that the differences you have won't actually be a problem. If anything, they might enhance it. But there will also be a lot of relationships and situations, as there have been for the last few years, that will continue to need to evolve and grow in a different direction. So self-care, the superpower, relates to not just looking after ourselves because of the higher levels of stress and intensity on the planet, but also a lot of the relational changes, the relationships we have with others, the relationship we ourselves have with the world, or what we might have thought was the world, and how how challenging it has been to watch that take place. You know, I'm somebody who um, has been a student of metaphysics and self-growth and spirituality for 25 years, which I know for some of you might be short. You know, maybe you've been at this for 50 or 60 years. But I think even those of us who had known for a long time that the years after 2012 were going to bring big changes on the planet, it's one thing to intuitively know it hear it, hear a prophecy and feel aligned with it. It's another thing to walk through it. And as with anything to do with energy, 
the form isn't always set. It's why when we have an intuition about a vision that we have and we start to act on it, we should keep checking in with our intuition because form changes. Energy is driving our lives, but how we actually make it look is something that we're all creating day by day. And so another message for you, especially if you're in the disempowerment side of everything that's going on on the planet is use your voice, speak your truth, be who you are and stand for what you want to stand for on planet Earth in life. It's really important at these times, especially when there are so many disempowering narratives flying around. It's okay to investigate all of those if you feel drawn to, and they might be your truth. But if they are taking away your ability to see a future that can be brighter than the future that some people might want to broadcast or create, it's going to be really important because creational energy is going to be needed to carry us through this next decade. That's the message they keep telling me. They say we as creators are creating this day by day. And if we don't like how something is looking or feeling, it's up to us to start to influence it differently via the energy we bring to the world. Now, with that said, any of you who are exhausted caregivers, light workers, don't think that that means you have to get up. No, no, no. If you're exhausted, look after yourself. Because the only way you're going to be used to anybody right now is if you are able to get up every day and find your own light. But for those of you who are feeling really full of light and you feel like it's your mission to kind of be here for these times, as I think many of us do, I think many of us feel more purposeful than we ever have on the planet because of everything that's going on right now. It's rubber meet the road time. So for those of you who are really in that space, you'll like the other theme that's coming in in May, which is the emerging road ahead for visionaries. So despite the wider world turmoil and confusion and everything that's going on, and in fact, because of it, a lot of visionaries will be crystallizing and acting on your next steps for the next 12 to 18 months. So ideas you've had, things that you want to create in the world, you'll really be beginning to see a 12 to 18 month path through those because where we're at right now as a world, this next 12 to 18 months, this is kind of the territory that we're navigating. So there'll be many of you who will now be through the shock of March 2020 to March 2021, and you'll figure out the ways that you can bring to the planet and to people what it is that you are here to be a custodian of and to usher in. So the emerging road ahead for visionaries means it's going to be a good time to create, but of course we can't do that unless we have recovered from our grief, have recovered from stress, are able to be back in our own life force. So if you haven't really been heeding that message this past few months, but there's a nagging voice inside you telling you, I need to look after myself, I'd like to remind you again, it's those small daily acts of self-care that prevent us having to take a huge gulp of self-care for six weeks at the end of the year because we've burnt out. And I know that it is not for most of us, certainly it wasn't when I was growing up, that wasn't something we were taught to do. That wasn't something we talked about. But now more than ever, it has to be a part of your rhythm. And it will look different for you than it will for your friend. You know, for you, it might just be dancing around the house to dance music every day. For your friend, it might look like a very deep spiritual practice of yoga. 
the point is the result you're looking for, which is for you to be able to feel and emanate your light for yourself first, and then to bring it to those that you're serving, those you're in relationship with, and perhaps what you're doing in the wider world. Does division energy taste good? So this was a couple of themes that came up. You know, the first one is, does division energy taste good to you right now? And that division energy is part of the next phase of our evolution. I didn't like hearing that one either, but we'll start with, does division energy taste good? So whenever we're in division, whenever we're fighting each other about something, whenever we're holding an opposing stance to someone else, and that stance is all black and white, and there's no room for gray, and there's no room for understanding the other person's perspective or experience, or even just honoring the fact that they're having a different experience, then we're very strongly in division energy. You will see that there is a very black and white narrative flying around out there that doesn't leave much room for gray. If anything, our multidimensional consciousness has been certainly in the wider world and in the mainstream and the narratives whipping us to close down and box in. And in those boxes, we lose who we are and we lose our hearts. So for all of us, the challenge at this time with division energy is, can I stay in my heart? I've just had a fight with someone or I'm feeling the fight there and I also want to close down my heart or I also want to go into fear or contraction and we will. And it's okay if we have those responses, but the key is noticing those responses and then inviting ourselves, oh no, I can come back to my heart. Because actually your heart is closing down, not necessarily because of the other person's opinion, but because of the lack of room for heart in the opinion or in the way that it's being presented to you. And I've said this for the last couple years, try to remember that people will be more surprising in a positive way than you often expect. It doesn't mean everybody is going to be someone you can build a bridge with, but it does mean that more people than not will be people that you can build a bridge with. And if you're able to come from love and either take a break from the conversation for a moment or explain how you're feeling about something and honor that they're feeling something different and have a conversation that includes your feelings, doesn't try and diminish theirs, you'll be surprised because fear is driving the division. We have a way, we had a wave of fear on planet Earth like never before in 2020. And it lasted for several months. So it's not that the fear has gone away, but we had a huge global spike around fear, which didn't necessarily do our consciousness any good at all, nor our hearts. So we're still in a way recovering from that. And on the one hand, that has freed a lot of people. It has popped a lot of people into awakening. But on the other hand, it has also made a larger group contract. So that's why the division energy is so in existence right now. So for yourself, remember that the person that you might be disagreeing with or the way of being or living that you might be disagreeing with, try and be in your heart with their heart. Even if you don't speak to them about it, you can just feel in your heart, feel their heart, choose to back away from the conversation or choose to hold your own around your own heart. Because the next piece I wanted to share is that the division energy is a part of the next phase of our evolution. This is the thing I didn't like hearing, of course, because none of us particularly enjoy division, right? That's kind of going against 
um, our programming or our desire to be more connected with ourselves and more connected with each other, because that's always where the space appears and where we really connect. But that's not what we're seeing right now and that's not what we're in right now. So what they told me is that divorcing group think and birthing group feeling, so divorcing group thinking and birthing group feeling is what we're doing. So no matter what's going on out there in the world, you can either get sucked and magnetized into it and come off your center, which is especially important if you're someone who out there, who's out there right now advocating for a certain area of the world. You know, you might be an advocate, you might be someone who is a, a social activist, a social worker, somebody who is trying to bring light, bring compassion, bring a more humane way of being into a certain area of the system, which is needed. You especially are going to have to really look after yourself, look after your energy, because that's a tough job. It's, a, it's an important job, but it's not an easy job. So for many of you, getting it in our, in our awareness of we're divorcing group thinking and we're birthing group feeling. And it makes me think of the times in my life where I've had like a shift in a relationship and it's usually been uncomfortable. You know, it's usually been, oh, this, this is an awkward conversation to have. This hurts a bit. That didn't go quite as well as I would have liked it to go in my mind but something is going on that, of course, is far bigger than my mind or our minds. So it's going to be really important as people pull out of their hearts and go into group think because of fear, for you more than ever to be a bastion of holding your feelings when you're in conversation. And I'm also noticing, and this is something they've talked about, but I'm really noticing and hearing from people how many people are having transformative conversations right now with people in their life they thought they would never have. So the division energy is a part of the next phase of our evolution. So if you are finding yourself in resistance to it, in sadness about it, in disappointment to it, honor all those feelings for as long as you need to, but eventually come to acceptance. Because if you can accept that's what's going on right now, you're going to be more useful and you're going to be able to contribute something that can help heal that because it's ancestral wounding that's rising to the surface. So the other couple of aspects for May and June that came up are um, whether or not this manifests. It's always interesting when I'm getting energetic information. I never exactly know how it's going to show up in form. I don't think any of us do. Um, but one of the things that they talked about is the potential in May and June for profound shifts and revelations in the external world. So this can often event, uh, this can often speak of big world events, um, large groups of people learning that something that they thought was one thing was actually kind of different. So revelation and shifts that have the power to greatly affect people's understanding of what is going on. So it's going to be interesting as we go through May and June to see if there are those kinds of external revelations. But that's very much in the atmosphere and very much in the air. And for those of you who perhaps are not paying too much attention to the outside world right now, it will work for us too. Uh, you know, what happens in the outer is happening in the inner. So May and June are months where you can have some profound shifts and revelations. And again, it's a little bit like we're coming out of the cocoon of the last year and beginning to find our feet. 
So we have more room to maneuver. We have a bit more room to feel what's uncomfortable than perhaps we were able to a year ago. So it's going to give you shifts and revelations about yourself, about your life, the way you're living life, about what you think life is. And it's funny, as I say that, I always come back to the truth that, you know, we never know how long we have left. So it's really important for any of us on any given day to as much as we can be as fully in our lives as we can, whether that's loving the people that we love, telling somebody something, creating something that's important and meaningful to you. The thing about groupthink is it's often running in a very divorced way from the reality of life, which is none of us are promised a life, a long life. None of us ever quite know. So I always remind myself to bring it back to that. If I get too in the seduction of the the kind of bigger picture of the world. And when I do that, I actually come back into my body, back into my soul, and I remember, okay, I'm here to create something today. What can I do that can make me or someone else feel or be a bit better in their life and have a richer experience of their life? So, last but not least, sovereignty is going to be a big theme really for the rest of the year, but it, it comes in in a bigger way in in May. And sovereignty is really part of the power dynamic that has been going on on Earth for, I mean, thousands and thousands of years, but it has really been coming to a head in the last year or so. Power, control, freedom. I think I spoke about that in January, February, December. It all <laughs> it all morphs at the moment, but um, who knows what day it is anymore. Um, but the power, control, freedom triangle that we're in as a world right now, there is a global conversation around power, control, and freedom. And sovereignty is a huge part of it. So when we think of group sovereignty, it's who is in charge of the group, who is in charge of the country, who is in charge of the organization. So group sovereignty is what's going on with those who have power over us. And then personal sovereignty is how can we bring more of our personal power into the world? And because we've been trained to separate power and to attribute power and to project power and to give away power, you know, sovereignty and reclaiming who you are is always a, an interesting and lifelong journey. But sovereignty and your own inner power and external power in the world are going to continue to be a kind of uncomfortable tussle over the next few months. So the opportunity for you is to really allow yourself to be here as fully as you can, as fully expressed as you can. I believe the affirmation I gave for last month was I allow myself to be fully me. So the affirmation for this month that I wanted to offer you is I allow myself to call my power back. I allow myself to call my power back. If that one doesn't work for you, you may like to instead try I invite the power of my soul to join with me now. I invite the power of my soul to join with me now. Because often when we get lost in the human dance, we forget the soul energy. We kind of cut it out. We've been taught to cut it out. And the truth is we are soul and human, one and the same. And the soul is what's lighting us up right now. So you might need to use both of those affirmations to be able to say the second one. You might need to say the first one. But Affirmations are so powerful, and when we recite words, either an affirmation like the one I gave you, if you resonate with it, or someone else, or when we create our own, it has the power to realign our mind 
and to yeah baby ah <laughs> uh, i think that's pancho so our neighbors have these amazing donkeys if you're new to one of my um videos and they're brilliant because they always seem to recently they seem to uh, always always chime in on cue um i think yeah anyway see it always always puts a smile on my face uh so affirmations is where we were and i think the donkey had the last word and that's that's all we need to know so thank you so much for tuning in everyone i hope you look after yourself well this month all good stuff now here's a track we haven't heard for quite a while this is um from my friends in america it's off the album can we be which i brought back from the states after i've been speaking at one of their conferences this is touch the world by mark george moore Within 
Kakite, Namaste, Shalom, Asalam. I am God go with you. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.